This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 541, The Value of Social Capital and Making Time for Leadership, both by Jane Chater with ultras.co.nz. And I am Dan, I'm your host and your narrator here, and this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship, and I do that each and every day, including weekends and holidays. And now let's get right to our two posts for today as we optimize your life. The Value of Social Capital by Jane Chater with altris.co.nz. An interesting recent observation I have made is around how good women are at chatting. Really, I hear you say, we all know women have no problem chatting when they get together. Actually, the real observation I've made is that as women, while we don't like the ability to chat, we do seem to lack the ability to network as effectively as we could. As a result, we can underestimate the value in relationships made through the process. We can also forget to leverage what social capital we do have. Using this, we can call on our networks to be our advocates when we can't be our own on those occasions when we get knocked back, as we all do at some point in our professional lives. I heard a recent positive example of a young woman who was unsuccessful in obtaining her first board position, missing out by 14 votes, despite her networks being certain she would be voted in. On finding out she was unsuccessful, rather than hide and nurse her bruised ego, and question her lack of ability to build her external network to increase votes, she went out to those same networks and told them about her quest to get onto a board and the sector she was interested in. Through this process, she was approached to apply for a director role within an industry she was truly passionate about. The existing directors in that organization had previously assumed she was not interested in a board role and therefore had not approached her. Being actively involved in networks like professional and women on boards I see firsthand the benefits from networking and the value women get from social capital. As with the previously mentioned example, increasing social capital is one of the benefits obtained from putting effort into relationships both inside and outside of our organizational networks. Part of this is a result of building relationships with a purpose to help you move closer to your goals and for you to help them move closer to theirs. Creating and maintaining networks also helps to build advocates who become cheerleaders who sing our praises when we aren't there to do so. The key to networking and getting real value from it is approaching it with a purpose. Whether it is a relationship you want to develop, a network you wish to build, or an event you choose to attend, approach it with a purpose. Know first what you want to get from it and what you are prepared to put into it. With this in mind, we have to share our dreams and goals with our networks and advocates. Be proud, be brave, and tell people what you are working towards. Be active in sharing this with people and also ask, whose advocate can I be? Whose praises do I need to sing? What opportunities do I see for others that they could benefit from? Through this approach, you are also able to look at the process of building social capital from a giving perspective. Making Time for Leadership by Jane Chater with altris.co.nz. Isn't it interesting how often we hear people say, I would love to do that, but I don't have time. Relating this to the leadership world, making the time in spite of many competing priorities differentiates okay leaders from great leaders and from exceptional leaders. I read a quote recently, time is the most important asset you have. Once used, it cannot be brought back. End quote. Of course, many other assets are critical to the success of a leader. However, your ability to leverage those assets effectively and create value 
depends on how wisely you spend your time for yourself and for your people. Making time for leadership is vital to being an effective leader. In fact, doing leadership versus being a leader is the biggest mistake a leader can make. If we are waiting to make time to do leadership, other tasks will often take priority, usually things we can control, which is not people. Making time to be a leader is a more effective approach to take on leadership. If you struggle making time to be a leader, to coach and develop your people, to give feedback and ask questions of your people, to give time and energy to your people, and you find all the other tasks take over, follow these three steps to start being a leader. One, record your current working week. For two weeks, use your diary to document how you spend every hour of your working day. Break it into categories that are relevant to your daily work life. You might use a couple of days to come up with the right action categories, such as strategic planning, client contact, coaching of direct reports, innovation, competitive analysis, etc. Don't double up hours. Assign them to one category or another. Two, design your ideal picture of how you want to spend your time. Take a helicopter view of your working week. In an ideal world, how would you like to spend your time? Start with your people. If you had all the time and energy in your week to develop your people, how would you spend that time? Then continue with the other categories you have created. And three, do the math. Does the way you spend your time match your ideal working week and your key priorities? At the end of the two weeks, 10 working days, add up the hours in each of your categories. If it helps, break them down into percentages of your total time. Compare how this breakdown matches your key priorities. Make a list of the matches and mismatches. Block out time to focus on what you need to do to move towards operating in a way that is closer to your ideal working week. The last step is to practice. It's like learning to drive a car. It can sometimes feel clunky to begin with, but the more you do it, the more naturally it will come to you. You just listened to the posts titled The Value of Social Capital and Making Time for Leadership both by Jane Chater with altruist.co.nz. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Jane and the team at Altris. Altris is all about releasing potential. They deliver coaching-based programs for organizations, teams, and leaders. While they have a range of specialized leadership development and executive coaching solutions, they believe that each leader, team, and organization is unique. And so the solutions they deliver must be distinctive. They have a ton of resources on their site from their blog to executive coaching, recruitment support, leadership and team development, and more. So come by altris.co.nz for a lot more and altris is spelled A L 
T-R-I-S. But that's going to do it for today. I thank you so much for being here and for listening all the way through, and I'll be back with you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.